Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Jenna Morton. And I'm Tosh Taylor. And on today's show, we have a couple of guests to join us today to talk about a very amazing event that they have coming up. Uh, we have with us today Marianne Ouellette of O Strategies and Cindy Como of C3 Leadership. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thanks, Thanks very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. This is so exciting because you guys have just the most incredible event planned and I'm so excited for people to learn more about it because you've been doing some fantastic events for years now and this is kind of one of the, the Fair to say it's kind of a centerpiece. Mm -hmm. It's a trademark. Your, I was yeah. doing a couple, but this one has been consistent. It's our seventh year. Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, fantastic. So for everyone listening and watching, what exactly are we talking about? What is your event coming up? Okay, so I'll start. It's International Women's Day, and um, with that, we've had it seven years. We've had remarkable speakers, or sorry, sponsors every year. Um, we've had Lounsberries, BMO, Teal Green, and O Strategies this year, yeah. and uh, Sonic Image, uh, and it takes sponsors to make these events happen. So it's all about celebrating women. The theme internationally this year is Embrace Equity. So we wanted to say Embrace Equity and then add Be the Change, because we want this to be um, an unconference mm -hmm. where we're not going to do it like we've done our prior conferences. So we had to switch because of COVID, we did virtual. This year we want to really make an impact and have people moving forward with, with um, strengths, knowledge, and, and wisdom on how to make the changes that we need in our workplace cultures. So I met Marianne in s November. Yeah. At a, she was speaking <clears throat> at a conference, uh, the B Leadership Conference in St. John, and I really her her messaging on leadership really resonated with me, um, based on my career and my experience. She's 21st century thinking when it comes to leadership. And, um, and I really liked it. So we met after that. I actually had met your business partner, Fluke. I mean, people come into your life for a reason. So it all happened and we chatted and the brainstorming on how to do it, but she does a, um, a concept called open space technology. And with that, we are trying to figure out how to change up the event, but do that. So we have changed it. We're looking for table sponsors. Uh, we've had a number of them come on board already, so a lot of organizations are embracing this concept. When they buy tickets, they also send students. We bring students. It's a very diverse group of people that are going to come together. So when I left the workplace 10 years ago now, the issues that, that were faced by people in the workplace were by women and by people with disabilities. And now it's, it's grown substantially. There's so many challenges for so many different types of people regardless of how they identify in the workplace so that's what we want to address how can we learn I have to learn about it I don't know anymore so mm -hmm. there there we have all ages coming we have anyway it's going to be a great event we're really looking forward to it so mm -hmm. this is the brains behind the <laughs> okay. content of the day okay. Yes. okay so talk a little bit more about this unconference yes. because yeah. that, that I noticed that in your promotional information about the conference and went, yeah. ooh, this sounds really, really good. Yeah, we're seeing it a lot more uh, happening. Instead of having the traditional panels and you know the, the, the speakers line up and where you're only consuming knowledge, you're really just hearing about it and taking notes or whatnot. This concept called Open Space Technology kind of flips the conference on its head, I guess, and it allows all participants to be the, sh the, the highlight of the show, really. So really, uh, we have a little bit of a panel at first where we're uh, exploring the theme around how might we create uh, more equitable workplaces. So 
Um, it's kind of about demystifying it a little bit and getting some content matter experts in it. So we have, I'm going to cheat here, we have yes, Christine Iroku, <laughs> um, who's with the new Newcomer Women Leadership Program uh, with Prude Inc. Um, and then we have Jeff Dubrow, who is actually, um, he does a lot of consulting. He works with um, Nexus uh, Consulting. And he basically scans uh, budgets and things like that on, on equity uh, all over the world. So he really, he's bringing in like an expert lens from a world point of view. And he's also a man, which is kind of cool working in this field. Uh, Joanne Perron, who uh, is with um, uh, the Coalition of Pay Equity New Brunswick. So she'll bring in quite a, um, you know, a New Brunswick kind of local view. And then finally, we have Milan Desprez, who is a local entrepreneur um, and works at La Station Inc. and is very much involved in municipal politics and everything having to do with equity, diversity and inclusion and so much more. Uh, she's also a great graphic designer uh, and web page uh, developer. So um, we have that short little piece in the morning where we have a little bit of a panel where I'll be asking them questions just to start getting people thinking about the issue. And then we're gonna really open the space. So I'm gonna propose this theme and we're gonna co-create the agenda together. So with about 200 people. 200 max. 200 <laughs> max, 200 <laughs> max. It's our limited and it's already, it's already get, filling we're, up we're pretty doing quickly. Well. So uh, get your tickets now if you do want to come. Mm -hmm. But essentially we're co-creating this agenda. So we're saying what are the questions that people have around equity in the workplace? Um, because often it's just about demystifying it mm -hmm. and we're not quite understanding how we go about it. You know, and it's not just about, yeah, we understand we need 50-50 women and men in you know, high leadership positions or in the workplace, but it's so much more than that, right? And it's about, uh, it's about gender diversity and it's about, it's about diversity inclusion as well. And it's about saying, well, what is the difference between equity, diversity, and inclusion? Because, you know, there is a difference, although we do tend to lump them up in one little thing. So it's just demystifying. Let's ask the questions we need to know. We have a bunch of experts in the room, people from different walks of life where we can start exchanging stories. And then we break out into little work groups. And those work groups are uh, kind of start flowing into one another after a while because uh, we're able to be mobile during this work. We don't have to stick to one little spot. And then at the end, we kind of do this convergence piece where we're like, well, what do we learn? That's yeah, exactly. It's, it's an unconference. Now you yeah. understand. Yes, exactly. And then from the day, we're asking people as they register, can we release your name and your email address? Because you've been part of many conversations through the day. I think there's six sessions. We're going to break it up into six sessions with like 10 yeah. tables each session. Yeah. So you've been part of the day. Other people might want to connect with you after the fact. So are you, will you give us permission to release that? Because at the end, O Strategies pulls all the findings from the day together in a report that then is sent to everybody who's attended. Yeah, so we remember what has been said right. and that we can keep connecting and keep exchanging. So this event is the ultimate networking event because you really get to meet and connect with people uh, on, on, um, on themes that are really passionate to you, on themes that, that you really care about. So, you know, when you connect with people on themes you care about, you have this natural really, you know, uh, symbiotic connection. So you can develop relationships on a long-term basis. Mm. I think that's something that has always stood out to me about the events that you've been doing for International Women's Day is how you've always made a point of drawing in students and newcomers and trying to mix those kind of <coughs> little silos people find themselves in, mm -hmm. right, of corporate world or university yeah. or, you know, all of that. 
And this just seems like it's just building on that again to get everyone to Well, to and, and I'll add to that because Cindy's great at doing that. And I think that this year we've really been able to kind of mesh this corporate space with the nonprofit space. Um, because the nonprofit space are developing or they're working on these complex issues. They're, they're the ones kind of pushing the thought ahead. And the corporate space is there to learn from them and take what they've learned so that they can incorporate and transform their organizations to have better cultures so that they can take care of their humans. What do you think is your goal for the event? Like when at the end of the day, what do you want people saying about it? That it's the best conference they've ever been to. <laughs> Unconference. They're, yeah, they're not going to miss it next year. Um, that we continue to stay relevant with what the issues are in the workplace. And we really want to make a difference in our community. Mm -hmm. So this is how we're going to build community together. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I forgot to mention my pronoun. I'm, I'm she, her, by the way. Um, and that's another thing that we're kind of trying to promote is this, this understanding of what is the basis of, of, of for us to, to, to understand each other as a community, as a society. Um, so we'll have little pins to, to say, to, to have our pronouns where people can use them after as well. Um, and that's just one little thing. But I think the, the, what we did talk about when we were organizing this event, the, the first objective was really to create more awareness in the community. We're so, I'm, we're so behind. We're very much behind in terms of how equity in the workplace takes care, take, uh, is, is represented. And we're not even ready to start talking about diversity and inclusion because that's a whole other ballgame. So really, it's about creating that awareness and start the dialogue so that we can have better workplaces. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit there. When you're saying that we're not ready, do you mean we in New Brunswick, we in Canada, we in the world? Who yeah. We? I mean, there's different levels. I think in New Brunswick, we're far behind compared to other places in Canada. Not all of them, but mm -hmm. I do think that we have a lot to work for, a lot, a lot of work to do. I'm sorry. Um, in Canada, it's not too bad, but we are still behind compared to other or other countries, definitely, um, in terms of ju just creating this space, creating the space to open that dialogue around, and I'm going to say equity, diversity, and inclusion together. I hate putting the three together because really, they're three different yeah. terms, and we often, you know, in companies will say, okay, well, we're going to open up a position, an EDI position, and that'll solve all our problems. But we're not creating any spaces within the organizations to be able to actually talk about what our biases are and how we start attacking those biases to deconstruct them, to actually start creating system, system change within our workplaces. So when you started your own business, yeah. O Strategies, was this one of your main goals right from the start? Um, well, O Strategies is all about creating spaces for dialogue. So whether that's EDI, Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion, that's definitely something that we work towards. We don't necessarily train people in it because we're not the subject matter experts, but we are exper experts in facilitating dialogue and in having processes that allow people to speak their minds, but in a safe context by creating, a, we call it a psychological safety. Um, so we create these containers, we call them, uh, where we facilitate people through some processes to understand complex problems. So it can be, for instance, we've launched the uh, uh, CMHC grant we, that, that we received and we're working on a big housing project here in New Brunswick to, um, uh, for low-income housing. Um, so we've been working with uh, community partners all around New Brunswick uh, to help us find solutions on how might we have affordable housing for people in New Brunswick. Um, so we we work on some some really complex issues, but we we just create the space. We're designers. We design the spaces, 
So, and, and this is definitely, uh, when we were talking to Cindy about all this, I was saying, well, you know, after COVID, everybody's kind of sick of just sitting and listening, you know? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, what's the point? You know, you can do this sitting on a Zoom screen and mm -hmm. listening to the conferences and panels, and, you know, you know, you'll get some out of it for sure. Information is important. But I think people are craving connection, yes. and so open space technology, or open space just as general, is a really open method that creates a lot of connection while we're working on complex issues. Um, you know that this method has been used for so many things. I've I've seen um, use cases of developing a huge uh, building uh, based on a like a three-day open space events where you had a whole bunch of architects and engineers and a whole bunch of stuff working on this problem. So you can really take this method and apply it to anything complex. This is certainly complex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we actually did pull a team. Uh, when I've hosted my events in the past, most times I did it by myself, but I would have. The odd time I would have some people that I would have as mentors along the way, mm -hmm. Aldea Landry being one of them mm -hmm. since day one. Um, but this year, it, with this topic, we and it was it was just all happened. We just pulled some people together. So we have Jessica Madia, who's the director of diversity, inclusion, and, Equal and equity for JDI. She's on our yeah. B team, we call it. Um, we have Nancy Terrio from Medivy Blue Cross, who's on our B team. She's very knowledgeable in this area, and uh, Michelle Duffy with Lounsberries being in the HR world and on the board at the chamber. So we just, we brought in some people to help with this, but this is the main brain behind <laughs> it. <laughs> and I'm very grateful mm -hmm. because again, it's a topic that I myself don't know much about, but yet I understand it's a very important and timely topic. And when we spoke earlier about New Brunswick being behind, in my career, I found that um, I was told that everything started in the West and came East, mm. and, and that was by a gentleman. And then over the years, <laughs> I really have to admit, trends start in the West, yep. not in Ontario yep. and not in Quebec. Mm -hmm. They start in the West mm -hmm. and they move East. Yeah. So I, I think that's what we're experiencing again. I, you know, again, when I, anyway, I, when my career, there were very few women in leadership roles. Um, you, you fought to get there, and yet across the country, there were many women in leadership roles. So we're just behind, but that's okay. We're just going to... Yeah accelerate the pace of picking up. Yeah, and I think having more and more people <coughs> moving here mm -hmm. is yeah. going to make that change. Absolutely. But I agree with you. I have always said that New Brunswick is about seven years behind mm -hmm. the rest of the country. Mm -hmm. and, in everything. And in everything, <laughs> quite literally. And, and I, it'll be nice to see the change. Mm -hmm. It will be really nice to see the change. Can you imagine seven years ago when you started this, that this is where you would be now, having an A team and a B team? That's a great question. And, yeah. <laughs> Anything I've done in my in my, uh, this next chapter of my life once I retired, um, I had no clue where I was going with it. I just started, I, I had my, I was a John Maxwell certified coach, teacher and speaker. That's something I felt I needed to have something um, when I, because insurance, what you learn in insurance and the designations there really don't translate well. There's nothing <laughs> sexy about that. Um, so I decided I needed to do something and it was suggested I take the leadership because that's the role I played that had the most impact on people I worked with. So I did some simulcasts with the John Maxwell team to start with, they were called Live to Lead. And that led to people liking seeing people on stage instead of just on a screen. So with that, we ended up, I ended up transitioning. Again, pivot, you have to pivot your mm -hmm. business every okay. once in a while. So I pivoted to calling my events ACT, um, ACT 1, ACT 2, ACT 3. Um, advancing community together is what my case came up with. That's where the act came from. Again, it all, mm -hmm. it, it's people that come together to do yeah. this. Yep. I, you know, yep. Yep. I've just been using the platform that's been built 
through all of this to help showcase the talent that we have. Again, when I was working here in New Brunswick, in Moncton, but working with all the um, people in other provinces across Canada, I didn't know the talent that was in my own province. Right. I had no opportunity to meet them. And now, when I see it, it's mind-blowing. Mm. So when women, when people collaborate, but especially women, it, it's, yeah, pixie dust, yeah, the yeah, Northern Lights, the, it all happens. <laughs> <laughs> she just saw the Northern Lights this weekend, oh this God. week in I Newfoundland. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was quite up north, so that's yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah. So, so no, I didn't have a, a vision for mm -hmm. it. I, in fact, when we started all day, Ed Landry came on board to help introduce me to people, and we had a luncheon. And when we came to the luncheon, I made everybody take a table number from a bowl when they came in. So husbands and wives didn't sit together. So the next year, the men didn't come back because they couldn't sit with their wife. But the wives really enjoyed it because they met new people right. in, a, in a comfortable environment. So we just did that for a few years, and then COVID changed things, and we did it virtual. And now we're changing it up again with an unconference. <laughs> Who knows yeah. what's going to happen next year? I have no idea. Yeah, That's yeah. part of the fun of it, though, it is. too, is, Absolutely. is seeing these things evolve. Yeah. And and like you say that we talk about it all the time, all the time on the show and with each other this idea of collaborating and coming together is just the most powerful tool we have mm -hmm. exactly it's so necessary and we know that if we do want to have some real impact some real system change when i'm talking about system changes for us to be coming into a system into a workplace and things already being in place mm -hmm. so that you feel you feel comfortable as a woman being in a workplace or, or as somebody who identifies as a woman to be comfortable in whatever they f they, they want to represent themselves in um, uh, that takes community involvement it takes it takes a whole system perspective so you need everybody at the table to actually be able to work on that so in systems change theory that is the one thing is inviting the whole system at the table so this is what we're doing this is so this is kind of huge we might just be that seed to help or uh, New Brunswick's organizations transform well and I would think too and I'm saying this from not having ever been within the corporate world, <laughs> but knowing that you can go back to your organization and say, oh, I know that these mm -hmm. five other corporate entities were also at this table yeah. mm -hmm. and we're at this conference and throughout the city, we are all trying to get to this at the same time. I think that would make a huge difference rather than individuals and, you know, like you say, individual roles being created at businesses. Yeah that's a start you need to know that everyone's doing it and these people also feel very isolated right like when you are hired as an edi management consultant or whatever for a big company you feel really alone up there because really you are the one trying to make the changes up the, up at the top which sometimes they listen sometimes they don't but you really when you're alone you know how you feel, you know, you feel isolated, you feel without resources. So bringing this community together allows that person to call up Deborah at whatever other corporation and say, hey, what are you doing? And I'm having issues with this point and can you help me? And so it really creates this community around driving change. Absolutely. And you had mentioned, Cindy, that you didn't know the amazing people that were right here in your province. And that's also something that we talk about all the time. We actually just did an episode on New Brunswick authors. And oh. I didn't, you know, I didn't know any of them because you, I think when you live in a place, you kind of almost get stuck in yeah. a bubble, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like there cannot possibly be amazing people around me mm -hmm. in this space. And then like Moncton is jam packed with some really incredible people and the entire province, I'm sure too. Mm -hmm. 
And we need events like this, the collaboration to be able to meet these people. That's part of the reason we started the podcast is so that we could yeah. meet people like you guys that are doing right. these changes. That's exactly it. That's basically how we choose who comes on the show. It's like, <laughs> who haven't we met or who haven't we talked to lately that we really want to meet? Yeah, let's figure out when we're going to get them on. That's, that's true. pretty much how it works. Self-serving. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then we try to like tie it in with when your event's coming yeah. up. Okay, well, we'll, wait, we'll wait to have Cindy on for a little bit until she's got her event yeah. coming. Yeah. 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 But what's really interesting is also the immigrants that are coming in. And I, I tend to do a lot to empower women. So that's kind of become my focus is empowering women and also helping our immigrants settle and, and retain them here. And I just did some training for NBCC um, in February and I went to their campuses and it was on networking because people don't understand how to network. I just think it's second nature yeah. and I love right. to do it, but now I'm learning. Most people don't like to do it and especially our immigrants, it's not how things operate in their countries. No. If you network internationally, that's, that's viewed upon as being um, very distasteful. You can really? do it personally, but not professionally. Hmm. So professionally, that's why, that's why so many of our immigrants have two, three, four degrees, because it's your resume that speaks to who you are. So when you're in India and there's a population of 1.1 billion, it's your resume that helps you stand out. Mm. Whereas if you live in New Brunswick, where there's less than a million people, your you know, uncle's brother's yeah. you know, cousin can help get you work. Yes. Well, that's not how it works for them. So helping them settle here, I mean, their resumes are just incredible. So now what we're doing, what I have um, been very fortunate to do is have some relationships built up with different organizations to say, when we have, when I meet people and I think they're credible and they've applied for something at your position, at your organization already, can I send you their resume and the posting that they apply to? Will you walk it to the hiring person's desk and say you at least need to interview this person because names on their resume are intimidating to people here. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, let's be really honest. Mm -hmm. I can't even pronounce a French. I don't even pronounce my name correctly, and I'm <laughs> I'm married a, a, into a French family. You know, I say it wrong, so I don't even attempt to pronounce most of their names. But I'll get their first name down. But I'm there to just say that's okay. We'll we'll learn as we go. Mm -hmm. But the immigrants in our community are just amazing. Mm, yeah. The future oh, is bright. The, the future between the, the students here mm -hmm. and the immigrants, we've got a bright yeah, future. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're going to have to wrap up here and yep. tell people how to get to the event. I just want to retention, retention, yes. retention. Remember oh, I word. beg them to stay all the time. Yeah. So if you know on-the-job training on, places people. that do it, let me know because I know lots of them that and, want to do that. And not that. just immigrants, but, but our youth. Oh, our youth. That's why I say our youth, oh, yes. too. Yeah. Retain our youth. Yes, it's the retention piece that we fall down. I don't on. mind them going time, away to university, but come back. Yeah, you know, travel back. Yeah. the world and yeah. get exposure, so and then come back. Go. Exactly. Come back. Go, but anyway. come back. Yeah. So. We'll have another topic on that. <laughs> another show on that another day because it is that's one of my very important yeah. passions. So we do have to wrap up though. Mm -hmm. So before we do, where can people find out about the event and about your your individual businesses as well? Okay. So um, so the event itself is twenty twenty three. IWD Greater Moncton um, on Eventbrite. So that's easy to find. Tickets mm -hmm. are there. Um, and as far as businesses go, um, C3 Leadership is my business. I have a website. I'm on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm with O Strategies. Uh, ostrategies.ca so all one word .ca and we're on everything we're on LinkedIn Instagram whatever you, whatever you want you'll find us yeah. <laughs> perfect thank you both yes. so much for coming in thank, thank you very and much yeah we'll have to schedule the next one to just talk about retention yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did we say the date March 15th oh yeah March, March 15th, 15th. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah sorry it's March 15th it's <laughs> usually <laughs> it's usually on yes thank yes. you it's usually March the um, 8th for International Women's Day around the world but because that's our March break that's always right. been a challenge so we're doing it on the 15th at uh, the uh, Wingate, Indiana. Yeah.
and it starts, we're going to start at 8.30 in the morning and we're going to go till 4 o'clock and there's food included in your tickets and there's going to be lots of fun. Amazing. Well, Jenna, we'll have the link as well in the show notes. So grab your tickets and head on down to an amazing event. And again, like Jenna said, thank you both so very much. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Yeah.